today on CityCast Chicago. Normally, we would do a news roundup on this Friday, but Jacoby is out, and I really need help figuring out what I'm going to do this Halloween weekend. And with the overwhelming number of parties and trick-or-treats and pop-ups going on across the city, I suspect some of you do too. Here to help us is Emma Krupp, editor of Time Out Chicago. It's Friday, October 28th. I'm Simona Licea, in for Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. There's always sort of a last minute element of what on earth am I going to dress up as? What is it going to be? Do you have a costume ready oh, for, um, no, for this I'm, weekend? I am fully stressing. <laughs> I, I have until Saturday night to figure out my costume. So um, yeah, I'll probably be soliciting the internet for ideas. I totally understand that. We actually put together uh, at CityCast Chicago, our newsletter writer, Sydney Madden, put together a list of like last minute co- Chicago oh. themed costume ideas. Uh, which we'll definitely link to in the show notes. You should check it out. Emma, welcome to CityCast. Hi, thank you for having me. You grew up in the Chicagoland area. You know, what are some of your favorite memories of Halloween as a kid? My favorite part of Halloween growing up was the, like, candy bartering phase like after you get back from trick-or-treating and like everyone lays Mm -hmm. out their stash and you kind of like can go back and forth I don't know if did you did you do this as well yes a hundred percent like you'd be out with your siblings or with your friends and then you come back and everyone's got their preferences and so it's like okay you can give away three starbursts for one snickers it was, right. it was it was like a it was a a high-end operation I feel like it is and it helps if you have like slightly niche candy interests. Like I was really into malted milk balls for whatever reason as a child and no one ever wanted their (laughs) their malted milk balls. So I was raking it in on Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) If time or money were no object, what would be like your ultimate fantasy costume? (sighs) That is such a good question. I've been watching House of the Dragon and I feel like ideally I would do a House of the Dragon costume and get like the Targaryen white wig, which I'm sold, sure sold out everywhere. Um, and like a really elaborate dress and stuff like that. Like anything that requires a wig or like period dress. Um, like I remember one time, the last time I went to retreating, I was 14 and I dressed up as Marie Antoinette, but I like wouldn't, I didn't want to go all out with the wig. So I just sprayed like gray on my hair and everyone thought I was a grandmother in like a wedding gown. They were confused, you know, like trying to piece it together and not one person guessed Marie Antoinette. So maybe I should, I should make good on this like ambition, ambitious idea I had when I was 14 years old. That's got to be awful at 14. To be 14, everyone's already questioning your existence, being out trick or treating. And also, you've gone as Marie Antoinette, which is an interesting choice for a 14-year-old. <laughs> and on top of that, nobody knows who you are. That's just like a triple whammy, I feel like. Well, you know, speaking of kids, let's talk about what's going on this weekend for for families. What are some kid-friendly events uh, happening this weekend? Yeah, I mean, if you've got kids, you've got tons and tons of options for celebrating Halloween. I would start with maybe 
heading downtown to see the Arts in the Dark Parade put on by this arts organization, Lumate. It basically sends a lot of local arts organizations out on really colorful floats, elaborate costumes, and just like beautiful eye-catching um, decor. Uh, and, you know, attendees are invited to dress up. That's interesting, you know, because the first event you mentioned takes place quite literally in the dark. Uh Yes. And, but but you're still recommending it for families. It's got like a little bit of a spooky vibe to it. You know, I'm sure there are people in there are people in costume and things like that, but it's not like going to send your your kids screaming and crying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely family oriented. And then there's also the uh Logan Square Halloween parade is like definitively child friendly, encourages kids to get out and um like March in their Halloween costumes, you meet like right in the center of Logan Square. Yeah, it's like a really, you know, beloved annual neighbor event, neighborhood event. It's so popular. I think it's like one of our most popular listings. Why is that? I mean, is that just true generally? Are most of the, the ha- like, are a lot of those family friendly events like really, really popular among uh, timeout folks? Yeah, you know, I get the sense that people are looking for things to do with their kids because that and then the Arts in the Dark Parade, Pumpkin Fest, which is also in um, Logan Square, are all super popular. Um, I get the sense that trick-or-treating is kind of more spread out in um, Chicago than it is, for instance, in the suburbs where it really just takes place on Halloween night. Whereas here, you know, there are all the Halloween events that the city puts on and they're neighborhood trick-or-treating events that take place in the week leading up to Halloween. So it seems there are people searching for events to do with their kids that are more centralized and happening over Halloween weekend. Like, yeah, maybe you don't want to bring your toddlers out for a parade in the dark on State Street for Arts in the Dark, um, but they might enjoy walking around in the daytime for the Logan Square one or like Pumpkin Fest. The Park District, the libraries are doing events pretty much at all the branches, uh, locations across the city. Um, but Emma, can you give us a few that uh, caught your eye? I would definitely encourage folks to check out the Halloween page that's put on by the city, but it's got a ton of neighborhood events. So up in Mayfair um, at a the library location that's on Lawrence, um, if you're interested in kind of like a midday horror film light on Halloween, so on Monday, um, you can go see a screening of The Night of the Living Dead, which is the 60s zombie movie. Um, and that's happening Seminal at Seminal one... zombie work, yeah. Yes, precisely. And that's happening at 1 p.m. So if you want like a little work from home lunch break or you don't have plans on Monday during the day for whatever reason, you can head over there and just check out a screening at the library, which is super fun. Um, there's also, if you have a dog or you're someone who likes dogs, you can go to Brands Park in Avondale, um, where on Friday night, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., they're hosting the doggy pupkin. And that's not pumpkin, pupkin party. Pupkin. Um, yes. <laughs> so you can get your dog decked out in a little Halloween costume. Um, and there's going to be a doggy costume parade if you don't have a dog to bring. There's also a um, doggy owner lookalike contest. In South Chicago, at uh, also at the library, you can bring kids to make um, ghost slime. I know that there was like a period of time where kids were really into slime. And it's recommended for kids eight and up. And you can go and um, make your very own slime to take home. And it is very, it's ghostly. So I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I'm assuming it's like 
you know, bright green kind of like. Uh, oh, like ectoplasm? Yeah, like, like ectoplasm. Exactly. Very Ghostbusters themed. <laughs> um, so it's like a fun, a fun Halloween craft that's not, um, you know, carving a pumpkin or anything like that. And that's happening also on Monday if you're looking for something to do on um, the day of Halloween. Lots of uh, individual events happening in parks, in libraries, a couple of other events I just kind of wanted to put some light on too. Uh, you know, on the South Side, we've got the the Gresham Spooktacular Bash on Saturday uh, and uh, the South Shore, Af- they call it the Afroween. So it's like an African Halloween uh, adventure. Uh, that's on Monday too. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. It is the Friday before Halloween, so that, of course, means lots of big parties and events, uh, and a lot of those might already be sold out. Um, So, you know, Emma, can you tell us what's out there for the uh, party procrastinators among us, myself included? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, So if you're willing to head downtown and you're willing to potentially spend a pretty penny, you'll find several options that still have um, tickets. So Tons and tons of rooftop bars host these elaborate Halloween parties every year. Roof on the Wit, for instance, is doing this Sinners and Saints themed party that has like aerialists and live performances and music and all of that. Um, what is a Sinners and Saints theme? I, you know, what is that? I think what does that entail? I, what does it entail? That's a good question. I think it's a riff on like angels and demons, perhaps. Um, okay. And you know, it's, it's a competitive. It's a competitive market out there to brand your Halloween party. So I think, you know. There's only so many Halloween There are brands, only so right, many things that you can, that you can, that you can do. Um, and that one is um, anywhere from 45 to $60. So as, as far as Halloween parties go, it's, I would say that's fairly typical um, for a downtown Halloween soiree. We're talking about these themes, right? Sinner or Saint. Do you, do you know uh, which one you would be if you had to pick? Oh, good question. I eat um, the saint. I'm such a goody two shoes. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could even say on it. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, even on Halloween, Halloween you could be I anyone. know. So terrifically dull. I mean, maybe yeah, like that. But that also feels like a very like um, lame response, right? To be like, well, on Halloween, I'm a I'm a sinner. You know, that's the kind of thing that a saint would say. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just have to <laughs> to know know myself here. I, okay, I could respect that. I respect that. Where do you fall along these lines? 
I Sinner's got the best costume, so I think I gotta go Sinner just aesthetically. Oh, good for like, you, yeah. No, villains, you're, you're so right. Villains on that. have the best fashion aesthetics, like that. That's always that's always where you want to be. So I think I'd gotta go there. Yeah, I should mention too that if you're gonna go to any of these parties, pretty much across the board, there are costume contests. So if you're the kind of person who, if for whatever reason you don't, you've got an elaborate costume and you don't have plans yet. It's not a bad idea to get a ticket to one of these because some of them do have calf prizes or you can win like a night at the hotel that it's taking place at or any number of other kind of fun prizes. So so get back some of that ticket money that you've spent. Yeah. Exactly. Like think of it as an economic proposition here. <laughs> uh, what other parties you got going on this weekend? Yeah, there's one happening at the IO Godfrey, also downtown, where you can um, it's, it's themed as slash dance. So an 80s poor Oh, theme. like flash dance. Okay, I got exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Took me a second. A little play on words here. And that one is more pricey. It's $100, but it's 80s themed. So that's kind of fun. Uh, and haunted drinks and snacks. It's on a fourth floor rooftop. There's also one, if, if you're looking for something that's a little bit more simple, at the Rose Lounge, which is the speakeasy for Adelina, which is in River North. Um and that one is like a very sensible $25, I think. Um, and you can get a drink and a dessert or snack, both of which are spooky themed um, and hang out down there. Uh, if you're looking for like a Halloween, like a downtown Halloween party light. Um, light, right. So not all the, you don't have like, you know, circus people hanging around yes, you and crazy. No like ribbon like, dancers or anything yeah, like that. Um, but just, uh, just, a, just a taste of spook. Exactly. Yes. Uh, you know, so as you mentioned, a lot of this stuff is downtown. Anything going on in the neighborhoods you want to you wanna shout out here? There's a fun little cocktail and uh, beer crawl happening in Pilsen this weekend. Pilsen Bruja, that's a fundraiser for Pilsen Fest, which of course is the annual summer festival held in the neighborhood. Um, and those tickets are 50 bucks. And with that, you get um, a stop at 10 different bars and restaurants throughout the neighborhood. Um, and you get a little sample of beer or um, a cocktail. Simone's The Bar is on there, uh, as well as um, La Mexicana. Um, Frida Room is on there, Honky Tonk Barbecue, Quesadilla Pilsen. So there's a big spread and it's all like very easily walkable, of course, um, along 18th Street. So those are some parties that people can go check out, get really decked out, try to win back some of your ticket money at a costume contest. You know, some folks might be finishing up, uh, you know, sober October, or maybe they don't drink at all anyway. Um, curious if you've got any recommendations for some adult activities that are not centered around drinking. I would recommend heading to, if, if you're a spooky movie person at all, checking out some of the horror movie marathons that are happening um, at different neighborhood theaters. Several, for instance, including Doc Films in Hyde Park and um, the Davis in Lincoln Square are doing um, Nosferatu screenings um, of the like 1920s German expressionist old Nosferatu with live music accompaniments, which is always a lot of fun. Um, other than that, the, the music box in Lakeview always does its, um, they did their 24-hour 
Music Box of Horrors screening last weekend, but they're still showing spooky movies. And then, of course, there are um, increasingly good options for uh, spirit-free and NA drinks at, at bars. Can't talk about Halloween without talking about uh, truly scary, spooky events. Um, what's going on out there for people who who really want to be scared? <laughs> if you are like at all a ghost person, you can go to the um, haunted Halloween bar that uh, ball, excuse me, that happens every year at um, the Congress Hotel downtown, and that of course is rumored to be one of the more haunted buildings in Chicago according to Chicago Ghost Lore, and they have um, this like really elaborate Halloween party every year where there are servers dressed up as zombies and, um, you know, like vampire bartenders and things like that. And they do still have um, tickets if you're looking to party in a like spooky haunted place. Other than that, I definitely recommend checking out um, some haunted houses in the Chicagoland area. You won't find as, as many in Chicago proper, but there are several that are only, you know, like a quick drive away from Chicago. There's Basement of the Dead, for instance. It's in Aurora. It's usually uh, ranked as being one of the, the spookiest by people who are into Halloween. Um, it's been around since 2000, and it's got like a circus-themed tilt to it. So anyone who's um, into being scared by killer clowns uh, could check this one out. Um, and know how much people love clowns. You know, yeah, you either love them or you hate them, I think. And if, if, you're, <laughs> if, you're, if you're into this, then... Or maybe if you're not into it and you're looking to face your fears, you've got some kind of clown phobia, um, this one would be uh, one to go to. Other than that, you know, there's... Um, Dungeons of Doom, Dungeon of Doom, which is also in the suburbs, and um, it's got like a new surround system apparently this year and screens to kind of make it more immersive as immersive is the trend, you know, like. So instead of like immersive Monet or immersive Van Gogh, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> immersive. it's torture and dungeons. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, immersive hauntings. Um, oh, no. But there, are, you know, of course, are like any number of haunted houses you can go to um throughout the suburbs like pick pick your poison if you have like a spooky thing that you're into odds are there's a haunted house that's uh, catering to those spooky needs i'm curious have you ever been in a haunted house <sighs> not since i was a kid um and i yeah. like i i like very i have this very notable example of needing to be like carried out the screaming and crying and again like <laughs> me too <laughs> Did that happen to you? Yeah, at my like elementary school carnival, they had a haunted oh, house. No. And that was so scary to me. An adult had to escort me out screaming no, and crying. I'm very, I'm very sympathetic to this, you know, because you don't want to be the crybaby or like the scared cat. Of course, I always was. So maybe someday I'll work up the nerve to go to one of these haunted houses um, because apparently they're quite scary. Well, Emma, thank you so much for giving us this great rundown of events uh, for Halloween weekend, and uh, hope you hope you find hope you find the perfect costume. Thank you.
Before we let you go, we got to leave you with some news from the week. The activism group Good Kids Mad City has filed a lawsuit to pause the 10 p.m. youth curfew this weekend. The group says it's planning a peacekeeping and cop-watching event Saturday in Hyde Park, and they want to ensure participants are not arrested. Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson officially announced his campaign for mayor. Johnson has already received the endorsement of the Chicago Teachers Union. He's a former teacher and union organizer. The owner of the James Snyder Apartments in Rogers Park has been fined $1,500 for various building violations. That's the building where three seniors died this summer during extreme heat. And lots of sports going on this weekend. The Bulls are in San Antonio tonight, and then they're back home tomorrow to play the 76ers at the United Center. Also tomorrow, the Blackhawks are away against the Buffalo Sabres, and the Bears are in Dallas on Sunday. And some good news to get you through. Host Jacoby Cochran is back on Monday. I'm really excited about it. I'm sure all of us are. Rounding out the CityCast Chicago team, our lead producer, Carrie Shepard, and newsletter writer, Sydney Madden. Thanks also to the people who make our music. That's Sam Thousand, all the kimonos, and Mark Greenberg of the Mayfair Workshop. If you wanted to text us your Halloween costume from the weekend, I wouldn't be mad about it. You could do that at 773-780-0246. Tell us your name, your neighborhood, and also what you dressed up as. Again, that's 773-780-0246. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back in your feeds on Monday. Talk to you then.